Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Shots Audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back for episode 23 of the podcast as OTAs are officially getting underway and um, optional minicamp has gone underway as well. So we are here with a mailbag today on episode 23. Um, no guests this week, unfortunately. Going to try to get plenty of guests for you guys as the season ramps up as, as we get closer to the 2021 kickoff. Um, but without further ado, we can just get into some of these questions. I really appreciate the support uh, over on the page at New York Shits Game Plan on Instagram over the past couple of weeks, as this usually gets into the slow time and the uh, slower times throughout the NFL, and uh, content creators usually have a difficult time coming up with uh, ideas and different um, different themes for posts um, coming up with the months of May, June, and July, but as August rolls through and um, training camp starts to roll around, right? So the, those are the really uh, exciting times for us Jets fans and fans around the, uh, the league, so really excited to get there with you guys, and uh, hope, you, hope everyone enjoys their summer, right? I'll have podcast episodes coming out every week. Uh, maybe miss a week or two in between there if there's not too much content. But other than that, we have a bunch of questions today that I really appreciate the submissions for. Um, and we'll get into them right now. So first question here, um, Jets record, right? From at Jets underscore News Daily. Um, great page, by the way. Jets record. So basically, what do you think the Jets record is going to be at this point in the offseason? Uh, done with the draft, done with free agency. Maybe a few depth additions, like backup quarterback or a cornerback addition. Um, but as of right now, the roster is pretty much complete, um, other than some late additions, right? So I, I think anything over six wins is a successful season for the Jets after finishing 2-14 and 14 their previous year under Adam Gase. I think if Robert Sala can really rally this unit to six, seven, eight wins, it'll really get this team on the right track. With a rookie quarterback under center and Zach Wilson, I think six to Six to eight wins is respectable. Um, personally, I predict them to go seven and ten. Um, I think they have a little rough patch in the middle of that season there, with the bye being so early in week six. Um, after that London game, of course, versus the Falcons, um, I could see them really getting in a rough patch. Um, no back-to-back away games, which is really huge. I think the Jets are one of two teams um, who don't have back-to-back away games, so that's always great. But Jets record right now, I would say 7-10. and 10. That could easily improve with a backup quarterback addition or cornerback addition. Not so much quarterback, but cornerback. Uh, Richard Sherman, of course, is still out there. Steven Nelson, who has been uh, rumored to the Jets with his uh, liking of tweets. Um, but other than that, yeah, probably a few more depth additions near training camp. But the Russ is pretty much shaping out to, uh, to be regular season ready. Um... This one's from at Clark edits 99. Uh, this one's kind of just a thought. Corey Davis looks like he's going to drop 1,450 yards on the league. Yeah, those pictures were really sick um, by New York Jets um, OG on Twitter. Um, the photo OG, of course. Um, yeah, they're, they're really cool pictures that he does over there. And um, Dan does a great job for the Jets social unit. And uh, yeah. Those pictures sick, and he does look like he's going to dominate the league, right? Uh, he's grown up the goatee, so is Mims. So hopefully they could both combine for 1,500 yards. That would be even great, right? Um, but yeah, hopefully Corey Davis can really take a step forward in this offense. And I think with the play-action offense that Michael Flores expected to run in the uh, fast-paced West Coast system, I think Corey Davis could thrive, seriously. Um, next question here is from at Luke Keefe. Do you see Connor McGovern as our long-term center? Um, I don't. I actually, I'm not 100% certain that he's going to play center for this coming year. Um, they could easily ship him to guard and potentially play another person at center. Not so much now. That was a lot of draft talk, but I think he's going to be the center this year. Um, 
not 100% certain, but I think he's going to be right now. Um, and I think he's going to do better in this Michael Floor system. Um, he struggled under Adam Gase. Uh, I believe PFF had him rated the worst center or second to worst center in pass protection. I wouldn't read too much into that as the Jets offense as a whole was really absurdly bad. Um, but I think McGovern is going to do a lot better in this scheme. And so is Fant, uh, George Fant on the right side there. If they keep him at right tackle, um, I expect the Jets to let go of uh, Alex Lewis and potentially Greg Van Roten, although Roten I could see sticking as a low-salary depth addition there. Um, but we'll see. I don't see him as a long-term center. I see him as a stopgap, and I think this may be his last year with the green and white, unless he proves otherwise. Um, what do you think happens with the backup QB position with Hoyer not available? Yeah, so the Jets are going to have to go another route with Brent, uh, Brian Hoyer signing, re-signing with the Patriots, right? Resigning with New England, so... Other options out there, I believe, are Nick Mullins, which uh, he has familiarity with the Mike LaFleur scheme. And there are a bunch of QB options out there, right? Backup quarterback options. Unless the Jets really like James Morgan and Morgan, and he's been performing in training camp, I really wouldn't stick with him, uh, even if he's been looking good. I think you need a reliable veteran option back there to really help Zach uh, progress and really learn under this new scheme. So I think someone with familiarity in the scheme that can help Zach develop throughout his tenure with the Jets would uh, help immensely, I think, for his rookie year and years to come. So hopefully the Jets get the backup quarterback situation filled out, and I think they will closer to training camp. Good question there from Jets underscore wire. Next question here is from Dylan10M. Who will be a breakout star this year? So I believe actually Bleacher Report had an underrated breakout star, breakout rookie star for the Jets, Michael Carter. And I sort of agree, although I could pick another player here, and I think it's going to be Quinny Williams. Um, I think he's going to really break out to be a unstoppable force on this Jets defensive line. He had seven sacks, missed a few games, I believe. Um, he's obviously battling this, uh, this toe injury right now, right? But he's going to be back full health for training camp. I think he's going to have a crazy year. I can see 11, 12 sacks there for Quinnen, especially with Carl Lawson helping the edge. They're going to have to double one of those guys, right? So either Carl or Quinnen are going to have a monster year or both. So can't wait for that. Um, another answer here, thinking about a breakout star, I could see, of course, Makai Becton coming into his own really in his second NFL year. Um, you would always hope Zach Wilson right in his rookie year, uh, it's a pipe dream, but it's something that everyone would be on board for if he could really solidify himself as a really starting franchise QB in year one. Um, I'm going to stick with Quinnen right now, though. I think he really hasn't had that breakout, breakout campaign. I think we're going to see that this year. Um, next question here is from at Ed Michaels 1019. Was Marcus May at practice yesterday? So... It wasn't really a practice. It's just a, you could call it a practice, just a little, um, just a little training session. Uh, I believe 80 players, 80 or more players showed up to the, uh, OTA period with the Jets and today as well. Um, I'm not sure if he was there. I'm not sure how many players were there. I'm not sure the names. Um, I know of course, Mims, Corey Davis, I believe Carl Lawson was there. Zach Wilson, of course, Chris Herndon, uh, Michael Carter, all the rookies are likely there. Um, I'm not sure if May was there. We didn't. I didn't see any pictures, at least, of May being there, though. They didn't show all 80 guys, right? So uh, he could have easily showed up. Um, next question here is from at Matt underscore Minozzi. Uh, Minozzi, how will the Jets use their five good receivers in the passing game? So 
the receivers you're likely referring to are Mims, Davis, Crowder, Elijah Moore, and um, not sure who you're referring to with the last one here. Could be Berrios, could be um, Keelan Cole there. Actually, you're probably referencing, right? So a lot of ways, right? I don't think there's going to be one guy to really stand out of the pack. I think a lot of them are going to be able to rack up their own catches and rack up their own yards. I don't think the Jets are going to have a thousand yard receiver this year. And I don't think that's going to be necessarily a bad thing considering all the distribution and the passing that's going to go on throughout this offense. A lot of these receivers are going to see plenty of time and plenty of opportunities for them to fill their hole, um, to fill a need on that offense. Right. So I could see easily Corey Davis going for 60, 900 yards and six touchdowns, Mims, you know, around that same number. Honestly, if the Jets really look to find two breakout stars on offense. Also, referring to your last question there, a question before, another breakout star I could see is Denzel Mims. You would love for him to work into his own, and you would love for him to solidify himself as a number two receiver. Number one, even, would be great. Although I think Davis has that spot on lock for the foreseeable future. But I believe the Jets are in good hands at the receiver spot. Not sure if they're going to look for a veteran addition. Not sure if they're going to look um, on the waiver wire or anywhere else for a receiver. I think they have a lot of bodies there and a lot of talent to work with, especially with Elijah Moore. And hopefully he could work into his own in the slot with Crowder also there. Uh, a lot of depth there at the receiver spot. Haven't been able to really say that since 2015. Even before that, 2015, you really had two dominant guys, right? Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, and then behind him, you had Inunua, um and a bunch of other guys, right? Campbell Tompkins. This year, the Jets have a lot of talent and a lot of bodies under underneath Corey Davis and Denzel Mims. So it's going to be really cool to see in training camp who works themselves up the depth chart and who works themselves onto the final 53. Good question there. Um, last question here, and then we'll get into a few concluding stuff. Um, at Jack Caliantro, best offseason move. Um, I think it's easily the acquisition of... Carl Lawson in free agency. I don't think there's anything to really match that. I'm a big fan of the Elijah Vera Tucker trade up at number 14 with the Vikings to secure him at a USC. Um, but I think Lawson's just going to absolutely transform this pass rush. And I think Sala really needed that guy, that impact guy on the outside to command that defensive line further from what it already is, right? So you have Quinn Williams in the middle, Sheldon Rankins who got signed in free agency. You have guys like Carl Lawson on the edge, Vinny Curry, who got signed in free agency, and other depth pieces, right? You have Luke Kyle Phillips still here, Florence Falakasi, uh, Nathan Shepard. So you have a bunch of guys who are going to be fighting for roster spots underneath a ridiculous amount of talent. John Franklin Myers is still on this defensive line, right? A guy who has been ranked in the 90th percentile for uh, – for, the, for his pass rush, right? So it's going to be interesting to see who could work themselves into a starting role with all these talented bodies on the defensive line and these edge rushers who we haven't really been able to say are edge rushers since the John Abraham days. I, I really believe that. So um, I, I really appreciate what the Jets have done on the defensive line, uh, especially at edge rusher, and hopefully it could really pay off for Robert Sala and co., and I think it will. I think Jeff Albrecht is going to have a field day, uh, field weeks with these players on the defensive line um in the middle of the defense and the secondary i wouldn't un i wouldn't underrate them either so really appreciate those questions everyone uh we got through about five or six i believe um a few finishing thoughts obviously as otas continue to go on and as we get into the summer months the grueling summer months right these are the summer months that you hope the season can't get here soon enough um let's just hope we get through it healthy safe and 
everyone is doing okay so we can get to football by September in full capacity at MetLife Stadium. And I would love to see a bunch of you guys out there at the home opener versus New England on September 19th. I will certainly be there, and I can't wait to see a bunch of fellow Jets fans there as well. I really appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate you guys sticking around at New York Jets Game Plan on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out some of my stuff on the Jet Press. Haven't written on there so much, but now that school is over, college, the semester has come to an end, I can really start to dive into some of these pieces and write what I love the most which is the Jets, right? So really appreciate you guys. Also, one more thing. My code on SeatGeek is back active as the pandemic is starting to, wouldn't say subside, but calming during the summer months, right? So at Jets Game Plan on SeatGeek, if you want to receive $20 off of a $50 or more purchase with a first-time purchase. So that's $20 off a $50 or more purchase your first time. So really appreciate you, whoever uses that, Jets Game Plan on SeatGeek. So without further ado, guys, I will see you guys next week for episode 24 of the Game Plan Pod.